We intro on one of the many access tunnels that run under Apex City, and follow it down until we reach a long, condemned row of maintenance rooms. Music notes filter out of a door marked with a skull and crossbones, and a hand-scrawled sign that says, No Cops Allowed. We head inside and see Overclock at a workstation. Last time we saw him, he was being torn apart by the Baroness, but he does not look any worse for wear. A few inches taller, even. Over his shoulder, we can see a screen with the blueprint for an elaborate, multi-level facility of some kind. A cell phone rests nearby, plugged into charge, on which we can see a text from a contact labeled Garbage Monster that reads, Possible off-grid Heron Lab, thought you'd want to know. We can see the beginnings of an address, which conveniently continues off-panel. In one corner of this lair, we can see an empty person-sized tube. There is a display on the front with diagnostic readouts scrolling across. Tick and Tock, the clocker spaniels, snooze together on a large heated charging pad in another corner. A work table in the center of the room holds several prosthetic arms, each of them labeled with metallic ink. The clocker spaniels lift their heads as Overclock walks by, his feet just in panel. We get a splash of Overclock standing in front of a glass case, and see in the reflection that there is a dull orange glow behind each eye. The reflection fades, and we can see the case is full of wristwatches. He carefully picks out a half-dozen or so and slaps them on, then whistles. Tick-tock! On the clock! The dogs wag their tails happily. We are back with the finale of our uh, PNP limited series. I'm very excited. I'm so excited. I'm also excited. So last time we left PJ and Presley, they were in the uh, assumedly control room of this facility to which they got kidnapped. And PJ has just smashed a tube with a kid inside who is missing uh, most of his left arm. And... While the kind of like red uh, warning lights are still going off, the alarm system decided that it wanted to play Kesha's TikTok. So what I want to ask is, first off, PJ Presley, what are you up to right now? Do we recognize TikTok? We're fourteen. I don't know. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that up to you. We were hugging. I'll release uh, and try to place the song, but since my ears have only been alive um, for fourteen years, and that song came out when I was four, I'm gonna not recognize it. That's fine. It's a bold statement. I you don't you don't you don't have to recognize Kesha, like our greatest living musician. That's fine. Don't it's, worry about it. It's it's alright. That's valid. The question though is, how are you reacting to this turn of events? And just to kind of set scene for you, you currently have a tank that you just smashed with a chair. It is swiftly draining a fluid and there is a you know a kid in there. Is he stirring? Not yet, no. He's pretty unconscious. Is he breathing? Yes. Although as this fluid kind of, that he was breathing drains past his face, uh, he does start kind of like coughing and choking a bit. I'm going to pat press and I'm going to point to the scientist and and I'm going to like wave at the guy also, the kid. Okay, Are his okay. eyes open? No, he is He is still pretty, uh, pretty out. Shake okay. it. Well, I'm going to put my little finger up to my lips and go shh. Okay. Because of the scientist. Oh, they're sleeping. Yes. Right. Okay. So be careful of the sleeping scientist. I'm going to shake the guy and like try to open his eyes, I guess. Okay. 
so whilst you're at that, we get a couple of scenes uh, upstairs. So those uh those guards in like the scary looking black body armor uh, have finally managed to corral the rest of the kids that got out of their uh, cells back into their cells, and they realize that there's one that's empty. <laughs> So we see a a small uh, dispatch of them start heading downstairs, and as the uh, the sirens change over, they definitely have a moment where they pause and start looking around, and a few more start heading upstairs. Downstairs, can we hear anything on like walkies or anything that our scientists may have had? You know what? Uh, sure. Why not? Uh, we get some radio chatter. What the hell is that? Somebody go check that out. Is dispatch just screwing around with us? And I think after, like, a minute or so, you hear, like, some kind of, like, startled screaming, and then... Uh, that's terrifying. Uh, I'm gonna, like, hiss at the kid, wake up. This is your power set. What I would like you to do, though, what I would like you to do, though... No, you know what? Yeah, just go ahead and unleash your powers. Roll plus freak. Eight. On a hit, you're gonna do the thing... But on a 7 to 9, you can either mark a condition, or I will tell you how this is unstable or temporary. Can I mark afraid? You absolutely can. So this kid coughs and sputters a few more times, and then starts, like, stirring and kind of waking up. And at first he tries to reach up and, like, touch his face with his missing left arm. And there's a moment where he, like, panics. And then he, like, startles and looks around and tries to, like, scramble away from you, like, into the corner. And you can tell that he's very, very scared and probably still just processing a lot of stuff right now. What's wrong with you? Can't you talk? Y- yeah? yeah? Who who are you? What What's going on here? Uh, it doesn't matter. We have to leave. Now. All of us. And he kind of looks around at the rest of the, the tubes and he moves over to, to one Latino kid and he like puts his, his right hand up on the tube. I... I think I know this guy. And he looks over at you and is like, where am I? It doesn't matter, we gotta go! (gasps) No! (laughs) (laughs) I would like you to roll to provoke someone. I got a nine. Okay, Uh, so on a seven to nine, I think uh, he's gonna overreact. Uh, So you gain influence over him. What do we describe him as? Uh, So this is a youngish black kid. Uh, He is missing, like I said, most of his left arm at this point and his name is kevin i'll give you that you don't you don't know that yet so i think he i think he turns around he goes i'm not leaving without my friends you can either help me or you can leave me down here i don't give a damn they're all your friends i think so i think i know all of these people i think if it's between leaving this dude and like all this stuff happening i think we should help him all right grab a chair all right i'm grabbing a chair (laughs) <laughs> so you're going to grab some chairs and start going to town? Yeah, we're going to start busting. Just busting them out. So I think what I want to do here is have Presley go ahead and roll uh, to unleash your power. So roll plus freak. Okay. And then if you're not uh, wow. up at the moment, you do have one team in the pool. So in theory... We got a, we got a good... Yeah, I got a 10. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Yeah. Uh, between the two of you, you start, you know, smashing tanks. Um, you get two of them, uh, the two broken. Of us, he's not helping? He's only he's got, got one, one arm. arm. What's he's he trying. He, he's he's not, trying. He's, he's trying, but it's hard for him to get leverage. He's not, what do you think he's doing? Like, 
just skipping bicep no, day. Like, like like again, he's he is definitely trying, but he is still kind of adjusting to not having the kind of like leverage that he he should. But you manage to get two of these tubes smashed open, which means there's only two of them left that aren't open. And at that point, the overhead like siren system that that had been playing uh, TikTok just goes dead. Oh. oh boy! Oh, Kesha's not pleased. And all of all of the lights go dead, mm. and you can hear upstairs the sounds of gunfire. Oh my god! Uh. Uh, which had been kind of masked behind like the bass of the song, but you can definitely hear it now. Oh wow! And some like spinning red emergency lights come on, but it's not very well illuminated in here anymore. Absolutely not, dude. <laughs> We're out. You guys can break your own tubes. <laughs> uh, so, so I think Kevin at this point is just kind of like scooping up, you know, the the ones that you have freed, and kind of like looking over at you, like, are you going to get the other one? Uh, but he is ready to to dip out as well because. Okay, Kevin's on board. Okay, Kev- wait, Kevin's in. Kevin's in. Grab uh, a limb that's there on this kid. There's on- another kid we have to. Yeah, yeah. Up. We'll grab him up and put him on our shoulders. Yes. Which. Parts of the body does this person have? Okay, uh, so the Latino kid that uh, Kevin is grabbing is missing the bottom of uh, both legs, basically from about the knee down. Cool, so uh, you take an arm, I'll take an arm. So that's one of them. The other one is a red-haired white girl, and she is missing basically her right arm from the shoulder down. All of these look to be like mid to late teenagers. Okay, Uh, I'm gonna yell get up. Uh, sure. Go ahead and unleash your powers. Freak. Uh, it doesn't really matter, but I got a twelve. Uh, yeah. You, you're you're definitely wanting to get out of here, so you do that, and they start snapping into consciousness very, very quickly. Uh, you can hear probably three to four sets of footsteps coming down the stairs pretty rapidly, and you can hear someone say, "Check control. Looks like they're not responding." Should we hide? Yes. Can uh, we describe the room? Yeah, can we, like, look around the room to see if we can hide? Yeah, why don't you go ahead and assess the situation? Okay, that's roll yeah. plus... Wait, we have criminal mind, We too. have criminal mind. We have criminal mind. Okay, even if we miss, we get to ask a question. I got a nine. So on a seven to nine, you do get to ask one question, uh, and you will place, take plus one while acting on the answers. So I believe you have the assess the situation and criminal minds lists up here. What do you want to take? What's the best way... What's the best way in way past... Would that would we be able to use that to best way to like get into something to hide? Is that a real question? Kind of depends on what you're looking for here, right? Uh, this is always going to be kind of an intent thing. Best way in slash past, um, because your ultimate goal here is to not get, get caught, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. have to get past those guys, so that could work very well there. Okay, so in that case, um, that will be our our criminal mind question. So. Uh, unfortunately, the answer is probably not going to be, uh, something that you like very much, but if you just kind of stand off to the side when they come in, they're going to see these kids that have escaped from their tanks and they're probably going to try and get them first. They're going to get the kid, the other kids first. That's, oh, damn. You, you could legitimately use them as bait. Oh, uh, let's take two of them and leave one. Who are we leaving? Which one? Not the boy. We have to take both the boys because Kevin, Kevin obviously really cares about his friend without the legs. And that Kevin girl and has Kevin's legs so she can run away, maybe. Yeah, All the right. other guy can't really. Yeah. So let's grab Kevin. Kevin's friend. By the way, 
I I feel like this is appropriate. What's your name? His name is Theodore. Is is one of you just carrying him at this point? How's that working? Yeah. I thought we were gonna we would both on scoop under the shoulder like Len was describing earlier. Yeah. Okay. So each 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 of each of you take a shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And even uh, Kevin could grab his legs, and we could really just like. No, Kevin. Kevin has both his legs. Kevin is fine. No, no, no. But we're saying like Kevin could grab Theodore's and knees. I gotcha. So all three of you are helping this. If he is willing to assist, help us, Kevin. Help us, please, Kevin. As as you are kind of preparing to uh, to leave this girl as a as a uh, as a bait, uh, she goes, "Yeah, my name is Amber. Thanks for asking." And she kind of like sidles up alongside you next to the door, <laughs> which kind of okay makes things a little trickier. Uh, and at this point, shove her out. Wow. I, we gotta live. Oh, damn. Dude. Did you hear guns? Uh, I wow. did hear guns. Wow. Uh, so at this point, the uh, the door does swing open and a couple of guys swing in. Uh, the, these these are just holding like those stun batons that you had seen earlier. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I'm gonna shove her. You gonna Unless shove her someone stops me. I'm not going to stop you. I, I, I think you're... Oh, wow. Okay, I'm not gonna stop you. I think... Is it a defend? No, no, it is definitely not. <laughs> I'm defending Kevin and Theodore oh. and Presley. No, you're just you're just shoving a girl out in front of some guards. Uh, I think that just happens. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna make you roll for that one. No, no, she's she's been through some trauma uh, pretty recently. She doesn't really, uh, wow. you know, have a whole lot of way to defend herself right now. Wow. Dig the knife deeper, bro. <laughs> so you just kind of—it's the trolley problem, and I'm not sorry. So, so what is the follow-up to this? I guess is the question. What's the what's the follow? So, you, so you shove you shove Amber out in front of these guards. Oh man! And they definitely see her, and one of them, you know, starts moving to kind of like apprehend. You can see that there's two in the room and one kind of outside watching the door. What do you do? Do you think we can teleport other people? I don't know. I think sorry. we should try to teleport and take the boys. On the other side of the guard. Okay. Um, but we can only teleport to each other. It's okay. No, wait, if we hold hands. Oh, let's hold hands. And yeah, if so we, we just hold, hold hands. them, maybe they'll come with us. Yeah. So just form like a circle around the boys and try and teleport past that guard? Yes. Yes. How about you unleash your powers? Okay. Both of us? One? Uh, wh- whoever is taking the lead here. I'll take the lead here. Yes. Okay. That's a ten. You teleport uh, past the guard on the other side. Um, when you teleport, what does that look like on the page? We hold hands. Right, and I think we'll probably grab on to the, to the boys, but I don't know if we've ever done this before. Yeah, I don't know, people. this is kind of stretching it. Yeah, this is, this is, this is new for you, but I mean, like, visually, is there, like, uh, an indicator on the page? Like, like a Nightcrawler teleport, is there that little Banff cloud, is there, you like know? Like a snap, maybe? I like, I would like it if it was, like, a panel of us, like, closing our eyes really hard. And then our eyes are open and we're somewhere else. Yeah. You teleported on the other side of this guard, and Kevin kind of looks at you and just, like, silently mouths, what the hell? And he's, you know, looking back in there where these guards have now grabbed Amber and are, like, starting to restrain her. Does she look like she's getting, get like, is she using a superpower, maybe? Nope. Okay, well, I'm glad we didn't go with my plan. We'll come back for her, though. Stop that. We can't, we can't do it right now. I can tell him to stop. Wow, you can tell him to stop. I was gonna tell him that we just can't. We'll have to do it later. We don't have time. So, so I guess the question here then is: Is PJ just going ahead with that? Is that because it seems like you are? Uh, who are you directing that at? The guys grabbing her. Okay. Uh, I think I think I would like you to maybe. Hmm, 
This one, I think, is probably a defend someone. Uh, so go ahead and roll plus savior. I got a nine. Okay. On a seven to nine, you do the thing, uh, but it costs you. So before it costs you, let me give you your options. You can add a team to the pool. Right now, you've just got one. You can take influence over someone you you protect, so in this case, Amber, or you can clear a condition. Which of those three things do you want to do? Uh, I want to clear afraid. Okay, that said, on a 7 to 9, this is going to cost you. You will either expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. Which of those two things you want to do? If I expose myself, is it explicitly just myself? It is explicitly expose yourself to danger. Okay, um, I'll expose myself to danger. Okay. You kind of, like, step forward and tell them to stop doing this, uh, to let her go. And they do. And they turn back around and definitely see you there. The guy that you have just teleported behind sees the guards, hears you say that, and turns around to basically try and, like, grab you. They definitely know you're here now. So, at this point, you've been hearing, like, intermittent gunfire upstairs. And... That has stopped now, uh, but you do hear a set of footsteps, just one, coming down the stairwell, and you can hear uh, kind of in time with it, like, clicky-clacking of, like, claws on uh, on metal. So what do you do? Um, okay, well, my uh, twin uh, just exposed herself to danger. Has no one else done anything? Has it just been us? Like, is that girl fighting them? What? Where? What are Theodore and she? She Kevin woke up doing? like she woke up like two minutes ago, and she's missing an arm now. Because how? Oh, she's not going to fight two heavily armed guys in body armor. Okay, but what about the boys? What are they? Are they just standing there watching us? They're not they running. Well, I guess we can't. Can't. <laughs> no one can't run. We're about to find out. You're all three of you were holding one of them. I guess that's true. Ooh, which one of us was... Oh, we were all three holding him. Yes. Uh-huh. That was a choice we made. That was a choice you made. <laughs> and if Kevin's helping hold him, Kevin is missing most of an arm. Oh, come on. Yeah, but he's only holding his legs. Is that the, the position we described? That's wow. not good. Let's just do something. So we're gonna yeah, leave. So, so, Let's just so leave. <laughs> are you just trying so, to leave? You're just trying to leave. That's fine. Are you just running upstairs? Oh, that's where the claws and metal are coming from. So we should, well... Can we assess our situation? You probably can. That might not be a bad idea, is take a minute, figure out what you want to do. So, uh, so who wants to assess that situation? Okay, I'll assess the situation with that plus... Plus... Superior. Okay, that's good, I'm good at that. Six. Well, there is one team in the pool, if Presley wants to bump that up to a seven. Yeah, alright, I'll do that. And, I, and I'm fine with you triggering four eyes or better, because there's a lot going on. You two can easily look in different directions, get different vantage points on this. Let's start with the one question uh, that PJ gets. What do you want to know? Okay, uh, I want to know the best way out in past. I want to leave, but not touch whatever is scraping its claws down the stairwell. Well, that one is going to be slightly tricky, uh, because you don't really know what's up there at this point. So, in theory, you could try and teleport past it, uh, back up to the area with the cells, because it's definitely below that right now, and just, you know, skip that whole thing. And we can't go any further down? No, you are at, you are at the bottom. Is there an elevator? There is not. There is a stairwell. Well, this is not ADA accessible. No, it is not. I don't appreciate that. 
it's almost like the secret underground facility where they kidnap children was not built with the best intentions in mind. They're specifically kidnapping children and then giving them disabilities no. and it's not accessible. Whoa. What a bunch of jerks. What a bunch of jerks! If you want to avoid all that entirely, your best option is probably going to be to try to teleport. Um, but you are going blind into a situation that you don't know what's going on up there. With two other people. Let's just go up the stairs. Let's just run. So with that, though, uh, with two eye, with uh, four eyes or better, Presley, you can either clear a condition or ask an additional question. Which would you like? Clear your conditions. Yeah, I'm going to clear afraid. Because I feel like you taking charge would really call me in this situation, and I'd be like, all right, all I gotta do is, is stick with you. So I'm gonna do that. Okay. With that, assess the situation. The guards that were coming out have definitely had time to get to you, and one of them swipes at you with one of those uh, shock batons, and I think they catch Kevin full-on in the chest with that. No, not Kevin! He kind of crumples. Uh, you do still have uh, Theodore. What do you do? We just gotta go. We gotta. Can I? Can I yell? Can I try to yell? Get up at Kevin. You can try. Uh, So, are you trying to use your abilities to make him get up? Yes. I think what I would like you to do here is. Yeah, I think this still seems like a defend someone. So go ahead and roll plus savior. Okay. Oh no, it's a three. Uh oh. Uh, well, there is no amount of team that will happen uh, that will save that. That's okay. There's no more team anyway. Yeah, we're out. Yeah. But I get to mark potential. You do. Well, what a... Speaking of marking potential, didn't you fill up your potential track last uh, last session? I did. Yes. And what did you take off of that? I unlocked my moment of truth because I'm worth it. I deserve it. That's probably good to remember <laughs> <laughs> because you can trigger that whenever you want. So you yell at him. And as you do, as soon as you open your mouth, I think these guards have figured out what's been going on uh, since you've been doing this an awful lot. And one of them just shoves that shock baton right up under your jaw. And I'm going to have you take a powerful blow for me. Oh, damn. Okay. All right. So it's roll plus. Nice. I'm glad I cleared that. Oh, it's a seven. Okay. So on a seven to nine, uh, you get to choose one of those options. You can lash out verbally and provoke a teammate to foolhardy action or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. You can give ground and give your opposition an opportunity, or you can just struggle past that pain and mark two conditions. I'm going to mark two conditions. What you going to mark? I am going to mark afraid, but also angry. Seems legit. So Presley has just been uh, shocked in the jaw uh, by a baton, and PJ, at this point, uh, if you look up the stairwell, you can see a form in kind of a, a long jacket with two... Looks like surprisingly small dogs just tra- just trotting on after him. And you can hear him kind of like humming a little bit as he comes down the stairs. And it is definitely a reprise of TikTok. That said, you have three guards, one of which just shocked the hell out of your sister's face. What do you do? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say let us go at like everyone, like, like at the top of my lungs so that the guy in the stairs hears it too. Go ahead and directly engage a threat. All right. Good thing I'm not scared anymore. <laughs> Seems like you're seems like uh, you're creating an opportunity there. Uh, all right, I got a seven. Okay, so on a seven to nine, you can either resist or avoid their blows. You can take something from them. You can create an opportunity for your allies, or you can impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. And that uh, last one is my choice there. So what do you want to do? I'm gonna take a stun baton. Uh, so you yell at them. Uh, now the thing you did not do here is resist or avoid their blows. So you yell at them. God. 
with my hands. <laughs> and I and basically, I think what happens, uh, and I and I'll give this to you if you want, is that if you want to just have them all drop those in that in that moment, I'm okay with that. But either way, they shake that off pretty quickly. Uh, it's like the more you use this on them, the more they're getting kind of used to it. And one of them just grabs you and tries to push you up against a wall. So I am going to have you take a powerful blow. Three. Nice. And you get to mark potential too. Yep, you do get to mark potential for that. So on a miss, you do stand strong. So mark potential and tell us how you weather that blow. I'm going to knee him in the balls. Okay. God, they're so metal. Nice. So as, as he tries to grab you, you knee him in the balls and he backs off. And at that point... Up on the uh, the landing that kind of leads directly down to this, you see a kind of a strange guy. Uh, he's maybe f- like five three, five four, so he's not very tall. Long black jacket, boots, watches all over his left arm, and kind of like stenciled on the uh, on the arm, you can see the phrase "Leet Beats," and it's spelled one three three T B three four T Z. And there are two dogs. One of which has uh, four five zero in its left eye. The other one has zero five four in its right eye. And he's got his hands in his pockets at the moment. He's watching this whole exchange. He kind of clears his throat. How old is he apparently? You would guess maybe fifteen, sixteen. And he kind of looks at what's going on here, and he goes, "You uh, you kids need some help. You look like you're a little outnumbered there." Kids, how old are you? Uh, older than you. I would like help. Yes, <laughs> please, please help us. And. He kind of he kind of nods at you and uh, looks at the dogs and he goes, uh, "Tick tock, you you're, you guys are on the clock. You know how the song goes. Go on." And the dogs uh, lift up off the ground. Their legs retract, and you can hear the whirring of rockets. And within a couple of seconds, they have rocketed forward and just knocked the wind out of these guards. Nice. And then their legs, you know, extend again, and they sit down and kind of like happy wag their tails at you. Do they look like they have guns on them? No. They're just cute. They look like Cocker Spaniels. Just normal Cocker Spaniels? Just normal Cocker Spaniels. <laughs> Wait, instead of like rockets, can their ears spin? No, no, they have rocket legs. <laughs> what about- This has been established. Oh, dang. Like, hyper-realistic Cocker Spaniels? What do you mean? Like, they're, like they are, like, within, within the comic, they're drawn hyper-realistic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? For that one panel, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, well, that's great. Yeah, great. Thanks. So Overclock uh, kind of like walks down the stairs and uh, throws a, a dog biscuit to each of them and then looks over at you and goes, you... Okay, look, I, I'm, a, I'm in kind of a hurry here. Who are you? Why are you here? Who do you work for? You don't work for anybody. You're dumb kids. Who are you? I am Presley, and this is my sister, Paisley, and that's Kevin, and that's Kevin's friend over there. And he kind of looks at Kevin and uh, Theodore, and uh, you can see for a moment that he's looking at the uh, the various limbs that they're missing, and then he kind of nods at you. All right, so here's the deal. There's a pretty clear path uh, if you just go straight up these stairs here. I don't assume you want to be here right now. Yeah. That would be correct. We're trying to leave. Thank you. Yeah, well, uh, straight up, and in, I would bet, probably 10 to 15 minutes the cops are going to show up, it would just be real, real nice of you not to narc me out to them. Uh, You got a deal. These guys, like, mall kids, you might want to come with us. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Whatever, dude. We won't narc on you, dude. That's, that's all I ask. Just, you know, I was never here. You did all this yourself. Cool? Cool. Cool. And with that, he kind of heads into the uh, control room and uh, uh, Amber runs out past him. The dogs kind of file in behind him. So what do you do? Like, we should just go. Yeah, we should just, I think we should just get out of here. Sure. On your way up the stairs, we get a couple of panels. Um, are you stopping to check on anything at all, or? Yeah, we need to go see if those kids are out of their cages. Since it doesn't sound like anything else is happening, right? Yeah, so far it's quiet upstairs. Okay, so we'll swing by the cages? Children cages? Yeah, it was for children? Yeah. Uh, they are largely empty and open. Nice. I see. You do see uh, a lot of those, um, you know, like black armored guards, uh, just unconscious. You would assume, hopefully, just unconscious and slumped against various walls. Oh, can I spit on one again? You sure can. Yeah. This is like the first time we've probably ever seen a dead body. But it's not necessarily a dead body. We're just going to leave that vague as to whether they're alive or not. Unconscious, grown up. We're unsure. I spit on them. You go for it. Thanks. Now that said, um, are you checking anything besides the uh, the kind of like detainment area? Yeah, I'm kind of cool to go. Yeah, just get out of there, I guess. Cool. Uh, so what you come up out of is eventually you get to the top of this and you come back up into that warehouse that you got abducted from. Um, it looks like part of the floor just moves out of the way to kind of expose this underground facility. And upstairs, you see all... Almost all of the kids that were in uh, these holding cells downstairs, and you can see like flashing police sirens that are starting to surround this building. There are a few notable people that are missing. First off, Todd Roman is not here. Dang it. Just gone. Secondly, uh, there are three Ionas. Are they all wearing the same thing? Yes, they are wearing the same clothes. Uh, they are all kind of staring at each other distrustfully. Are they all wearing the same thing that we saw them in earlier? Yes. I don't know about that. I just mean I don't know if I appreciate that. That's a lot. <laughs> as you uh, as you come up, uh, one of them does kind of like look over at you and then like nudges the other two and they kind of look over at you and then they go back to like talking amongst themselves. PJ, Presley, uh, the police are showing up outside. There's a bunch of kids here. Um, what are you doing? On the scram. She has sisters? <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna tell him to get out of here, I guess. The kids? Yeah, why not? No, we, I, I would like the police involved. You want the police involved? We were kidnapped. You want to talk to the police here? No, I don't want to talk to the police, but they need to. Okay, alright, so we don't get out of here. So we stay, so. Oh, what time is it? Uh, you can see that, um, through the window of this, of this warehouse, you can just see the sun starting to come up. So it's at least the morning after, if not, if not longer. And I want to do, I want to kind of wrap things up a little bit, uh, because we don't need to go over the, you know, verbatim everything that happens. So here's a few things you find out. It's actually been closer to a week. Oh my god. No one has noticed you're missing. Oh my Nobody. god. Because you're not missing. You've, you don't know, you don't know, uh, you don't ever meet these, these doubles that you have, but the entire time you were gone, you were attending school, you were at home, you were doing your chores. Wow. No, 
none of our siblings were like, hey, that's weird. So, well, they wouldn't have known. Yeah, as as far as they know. Well, I just didn't, like, I, oh, was there any discernible personality difference? Maybe? Uh, nope. How terrifying. Yeah, hate that. Are you keeping in touch with the uh, the other kids that were down there with you? I mean, we still obviously watch Todd Roman online. Yeah. Todd does not show up back online. Todd's actually, as far as anyone can tell, actively missing. No, not Todd. Okay. Well, here's what I think. I feel like I would not give anyone my phone number, but I feel like I would be sticking around and some, if someone was like, here you go, here's my phone number. I we don't have like phones that. anymore. They took them? They did. Okay, and so we had to look for them. <laughs> Yeah, like your phones, okay. your car keys, your identification, all the stuff they would need to impersonate you, you We're know, that 14. stuff. We're 14! Yeah, what do we have, a library card? Maybe. Okay. Um, School ID? So, what do you think? I think at least Kevin we should stay in contact with. Uh, I think that I have Yuna's number in my phone. Valid. Which is gone. Right. Oh, true. gosh. You memorized it, come on. <laughs> She's that bitch. That's, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Wow. Can't stop me, 2019. <laughs> Very quickly after this incident happens, Kopi gets involved because this is definitely some, you know, weird super science at the at the bare minimum. And you do get interviewed by a very large muscular woman uh, named Olivia Larange. And she is very kind. She is very, uh, very willing to let you talk. So question is, is there anything that you keep from her or are you telling her everything or kind of like, what are you letting her in on? I have a question for you. Okay. How do we know we're not the clones? That is an excellent question. Oh. Great. I like that. I feel like I would tell her everything. I would be like, okay, you're an adult, and this is some crazy some crazy shit that happened, so uh, What please. about the clock dude? And the clock <laughs> Oh, no, I wouldn't tell her about that. I, pr- I made a deal. I'm not going to narc on him. Okay, so you're not going to narc on Overclock, I no. guess is... I'm just going to be like... Uh, he gave me one of these burns, so I clocked him a bunch with my fists. <laughs> I clocked him with my fists. Ah, uh, okay. And sort of the uh, the last little bit of wrap up that I want to do with this is a couple a couple of weeks after this whole incident, Iona and Iona's doubles, who were all sort of taken in after this, did not show back up to school afterwards. And a couple of weeks down the line, in the middle of the night, you once again are awakened by a uh, pebble kind of being thrown against your window. What do you do? I checked it last time. It's your turn to check it. Masks A New Generation is written for Magpie Games by Brendan Conway. It is made of high school crushes, twins, and abandoned warehouses. Why have you not bought it already? PJ is played by Emily. Find her on Twitter at BuzzysB, that is B-U-Z-S-Y-B-E-E. Presley is played by Lenny. Find her on Twitter at 1-800-TOD. Apex City is GM'd by Jeremy, who also writes the music and edits this podcast. Our album art was provided by Ash Brandt. Find them on Twitter at Cinder underscore Brandt on Instagram at brant.ash, and on Tumblr at Kimmins. Find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Follow us on Twitter at ApexCityCast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next issue.